Johnny Mercy, thank you for marvelous help. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, we are grateful. Father, be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. We are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we thank you tonight for all the works that you have done in January. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for protection. Thank you for joining mercy. Thank you because we know it is not of him that will it, neither it is of him that run it, but it is of God that showed mercy. Lord, we are grateful tonight. May thou be exalted in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray tonight. Let it be special in Jesus' name. Let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And the church say, believing, amen. Okay, let's adjust to the front, the students, the adult dial. Please, you are welcome. Please adjust a little to the front. Let's adjust to the front and be ready to be blessed tonight. What a marvelous opportunity to be alive. We want to thank God for the month of January that is ending today. God has been gracious. He said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion unto whom I will have compassion. We want to thank him for his compassion, for his love, for his grace. May his grace continue in our lives in Jesus' name. Let me greet your neighbors. Congratulations. I thank God for your life. It's good to see your face. You are shining, shining, shining. So we are not shaking anybody. Okay, stand up and greet at least three people. Welcome them to the end of January. Let's try it. Let's try our command. Let's relate with ourselves. Stand up and greet at least three people. Let's greet them well. God bless you, Ma. God bless you, sir. We celebrate you. We thank God for your life. We thank God for your life. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blessing upon our life. Thank God. You're all welcome tonight. And I pray that your coming tonight will not be in vain, Jesus' name. That we are going to be blessed. And our blessing will be permanent in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Okay, I, I hope you know that uh, Omobas wedding is uh, 10 days away. And uh, it is now that when people greet me and say Kumura, that I actually know that uh, I'm more to the... <laughs> Praise the Lord. I want to thank God for his supply. Anointing for surplus supply. You know, we're in the month of abundance. <laughs> Anointing for surplus supply. Third John chapter 3, chapter 1. It's only one chapter that is there. Verse 2. Third John, third John chapter 1, verse 2. And I want you to keep it in your diary throughout this month. Because I don't know how much a bag of rice we sell later. Maybe it's going to come down or go up. So let's uh, pray for surplus supply. Are you opening it for me? Third John verse 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper, be hurt, even as thy soul prospereth. Raise your hands to heaven and say, I will prosper and I will enjoy good health as my soul is prospering. My soul is prospering. My body must prosper. My finance must prosper. My health must prosper. Say amen three times. Hallelujah. So shall it be for us in Jesus' name. What do we do to enjoy surplus supply? We must be grace conscious. Because grace means supply. Law means demand. Anytime you think about grace, you are thinking about supply. Supply and supply. Grace is what guarantees supply. Grace is what guarantees supply. John chapter 1 verse 16. It is of his fullness that we have received supply upon supply. For the law, which is the man, was given by Moses. But grace and truth came from our Lord Jesus Christ. And of his fullness of all we received. Put on verse 16. Verse 16. I still want to. For of his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. Anywhere you see grace, put supply. From his fullness we have all received supply upon supply. Say supply. Upon supply. Until I have surplus supply. And I will enjoy surplus supply. In the mighty name of Jesus. Say the word Supply. Upon supply, grace upon grace, favor upon favor, say blessing upon blessing, until my cup is full and my cup runs over in the mighty name of Jesus. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. Verse 17, now put on, put on verse 17. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. And we are talking about supply is from the Lord. Anytime you see blessing, you must know it is the Lord Jesus that is doing it. In John chapter 21 verse 6, Jesus asked his disciples, do you have any meat? Do you have any money? Do you have any blessing? They said, we have none. Jesus said, turn your net into the other side, for you are going to have a catch. And when they enjoy it, John said, it must be Jesus. If supply come into your life, it must be Jesus. Somebody say, it must be Jesus. The one that fed you this morning is Jesus. The testimony you had last night, it must be Jesus. Anytime something good come, it must be Jesus. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship and shall find. They cast therefore and now they were not able to draw for the multitude of fishes. Verse 7. Look at verse 7. Verse 7. Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved, which is me. Are you sure Jesus loves you? How many of you believe that Jesus loves you? If you are the disciple that Jesus loved tonight, shout hallelujah. Are you sure? Anytime Prof is giving testimony among men, we say if he's considering the family, that is the family is the only person that Jesus loves most. 
And I always look at him with one eye. Are you sure? Are you sure? Which diet do you use to check it? <laughs> Praise God. Are you sure you are the disciple that Jesus loves? If you are loved, come on, shout hallelujah. Okay. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, it is the Lord. It is the Lord. You know, when you know that God loves you and something wonderful happened to you, you say, that is my Jesus. Because anywhere you see Jesus, you must enjoy supply. May you enjoy supply throughout this year in Jesus' name. Not only this month, surplus supply in Jesus' name. Wherever you have a need, may you enjoy supply. Are you saying amen very well? Say supply upon supply. It's my portion this month. I will not lack any good thing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Esther chapter 2 verse 17. The Bible says, And Esther obtained favor, grace from the eyes of the king. And the king made her queen instead of varsity. Anytime you see grace, God will make and he will promote you. That's what grace does. Grace makes things that people call impossible to be possible. It will be like play, like play. And he say, ah, praise the name of the Lord. The only thing you can depend upon to enjoy consistent supply is grace. That's why I say be grace conscious, not law or sin conscious. Don't let somebody go to your background and say, why are you born in the afternoon in the morning? What is your grandfather's name? What is your this name? I was telling, was it Adolu or Mobase? Anytime they want to review a weak student in medical school in those days, they will say, let us look at the history of the student. This was the student that had the receipt in uh, part one. And, uh, you know, we push and push and uh, it was a weak student in part two. Then after receipt again, we have to push him. So he's going to be a bad medical doctor if you allow him to go this time around. So that is why we said to be on the saver side, let's give him a clicker filler so that I can have one year repeat. They always look at your history and say, this is what this candidate has been. You'll be surprised that people are following you. They are following you. They know your history. But when people look at your history and your life is contrary to the negative history they are expecting, then they will say, it is grace. This is grace. This is not the way we expect his life to turn. That's why they will say, ah, Anjori, Amuri, Olowo. In other words, when they were young, nobody expected you to be anything. That is grace. We are talking about grace. Grace makes supply happen. Because the word grace means supply. The word law means demand. Something you cannot enjoy or you cannot have, and it now place a condition upon it. If you want to have a surplus supply in your life, you must be grace conscious. You have to look at yourself in the morning and say, I am not worthy to be what I am today. Lord, I am grateful. And the moment you are grateful is because you are conscious of, of grace. Then another grace will come upon you. And that will make you humble. It is grace that makes a man humble. God resists the proud he gives more grace. That is supply upon supply to the humble. When you feel that I'm not worthy to even receive this thing, what have I done to deserve the blessing? God says he's now going to give you more grace. Somebody shout more grace. Say again, say more supply. 
receive more supply in the name of Jesus. Anytime you are about to be stranded in your life, just shout more grace. Look at it in Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7. He said, you will shout grace, grace to it. When you see strong mountain, strong issues, you are going to shout grace and grace upon it. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7. Put on Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7. Let's be fast tonight. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7. What does he say? Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7. Are you there? But Joseph, are you there? Your computer is angry. Okay, you can't see it. Okay, if anybody can see, let us see it. Let's read it for me. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 7 says, You will shout more grace. Say, who are you, O mountain? Be fast tonight, O. Who are thou, O great mountain, before Serubabai? Thou shalt become a plain. Thou shalt be brought low. And shall bring forth the stone thereof. Great mountain. With shouting, crying, grace. Grace unto it. Grace. Anywhere you see supernatural victory, it is grace. Anytime you see supernatural blessing, it is grace. Stop being conscious of yourself. When you are conscious of yourself and you are not shouting grace, you'll be limited in life. But when you are shouting grace upon grace, upon grace, upon grace, upon grace, you'll be enjoying victory upon victory upon victory. Supply upon supply upon supply. When you look at yourself in the mirror, see grace. Be conscious of grace. See what God has done for you that your efforts cannot produce. Say, ah, there's no way I can be what I am today without the grace of God. Pastor Adegbosi on, on Saturday said, we used to see mommy and the Pastor Adetuji carry on my jumping on the basket. Don't think they were like this when they came to Gumashaw. Don't think they were like this. We were riding bicycle. I used to see them. And my wife looked at it. She said, today she's a professor. Today, look at what they are. See, and if you have seen me for a long time, I will look like a ray to you when you see me. If you have not seen me for a long time, say, ah, you have changed so much. You are going to shout grace, grace to it. This is grace. You know where you are coming from? You are conscious of where you are coming from. You are humble to admit that you are not like this. You are not a ready-made person. God made you. God made you. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. Sorry, verse 10. Be fast. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. I'm reading it for emphasis sake so that we can be humble. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Let me tell your neighbor, say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Say it again, say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. Say it again, loud and clear. By the grace of God, I am what I am. Look at what he says. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labor more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. May that grace be forever be with you in Jesus' name. Grace means supply. Another fashion, my Bible fashion says, His grace was poured upon me to bless me. Anywhere you see the word grace, it means blessing. Anywhere you see, that's why you have to be conscious of it. Anytime we hear the word grace, it means what? Blessing. May that grace be with you forever in Jesus' name. Don't think about your shortcomings or limitations. Don't come to a time you say, Ah, eh, be Nigeria, as Show my DND of next month by. Just look at 
grace and be conscious of grace factor that is going to work for you. Be conscious of grace factor that is going to work for you. Be grace conscious so that you can enjoy continuous supply. People that are conscious of grace enjoy supply. In the morning, say, Lord, your grace. Your grace this morning. In the afternoon, Lord, your grace. In the evening, your grace as you are sleeping. You know why? It is not of him that will it. Romans chapter 9 verse 16. Not of him that run it. It's of the Lord that showeth grace. Mercy. Another word for grace is mercy. It is when the Lord show mercy. I will have mercy upon whom I will have mercy. Which is another word for grace. And I will have compassion upon whom I will have compassion. When you sleep and you are not conscious about your environment, it is a grace at work that wake you up. It is grace. They say for in ministry, it is grace. It is grace. Somebody say, I want a double portion. He say, get the double portion. He received the double portion. But he died of sickness. The man that had one portion, Charles from heaven came and carried him alive. He did not know what is called pain or sickness. He performed miracle. But when he was going, he became sick. And he died with his double portion. But the one with one portion, Charot came from heaven to carry him. What a glorious estate. <laughs> Charot came. It is grace. It's not fine face, though. Not grace. Now grace make a man to have increase. It is grace that make a man to end well. It is grace that make everything to end in praise. And I pray this year, you are going to end it in praise. Grace means supply. So it should be grace conscious. And that's our name. Abundant grace. We are grace conscious. That's our product. Grace, grace, grace to it. And I pray grace will work for you in Jesus' name. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Paul with an heavy heart says, I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to bless you. Grace is able to bless you. Grace is able. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to bless, build you up. Build you up means the grace of God is able to bless you. Grace brings blessing. Law brings demand. You have to be grace conscious to enjoy supply. In the morning, you want to cry, but Lord, I just need your grace. And I remember anytime I pray short prayer on grace, I receive answers speedily. I say, Lord, just your grace. Let your favor speak for me. Boom, 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 boom. You see favor. Even we have people are doing gra 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 gra. They say, No, 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 this is pastor, this is pastor. Before you know it, grace has stuck. That's why you have to be conscious of grace. And everything that you need, God will supply in Jesus' name. And he's able to give you an inheritance among them which are sanctified. To enjoy surplus supply, be grace conscious. Don't lay on your labor or don't lean on your labor. The Bible says some trust in chariots, some trust in horses. But we are going to do what? Trust what? I can't hear you. Trust what? Trust what? We are going to lean on the grace of God as our sufficiency. That's what work. That's what brings supply. And I pray this year you will not fail in Jesus' name. Number two things that guarantee surplus supply is dream and faith. You must be a dreamer and a faith-filled person. If you are coming to church and you don't have faith, you cannot be blessed. 
Why? Faith is the hand that I receive from God. If you are coming to church and you don't have dream, your situation cannot change. Dream is what brings future reality into manifestation. Without dream, purposes of God or destiny of God will be thwarted. It will not come to pass. God will not dream your dream for you. You have to dream nice things. You have to dream beautiful things. You have to imagine it. Some people come to church and they think, oh, church is just for prayer thing and they don't imagine any beautiful thing. And only beautiful happen in their life. Years back, I told you this story before. We were at the camp with Baba Adeboye for a special meeting. And he said, as some of you think that everything that I own, that was years back, or so many years ago, maybe about 20 years ago. Some of you think that everything that I own is because of money. That is not because of money that I just like something, imagine it, dreamt it, and I put it in the hand of God, and before you know it, somebody will come and give me. I love that message. That was the only thing I can remember on that meeting. And I went out with the side and I said, did you hear what Baba said? They said, ah, it's only him that dream and his dream come to pass. And I said, I beg to disagree. What I also dream will come to pass. It doesn't matter how expensive that thing is. If I dreamt it, and I have faith in my heart, God will do it. I've said it before, if it ever crosses your mind, God is capable of doing it because God is bigger than your mind. He's bigger than your mind. If I ask my children, how much do you want me to give you? They can't mention amount I can't give. They, it, does, it can't cross their mind. It cannot cross their mind. It can never. That's the way God has designed life. My uncle says, Anytime you want to invite anybody for interview for a job, you ask them, how much do you want me to pay you? You say, when they mention any amount, you say, that's okay. That's what say you want. I say, what of if they now mention something big? He say, number one, they cannot. Because of their self-limiting belief. Most of us have self-limiting belief before anybody talks to us. He say, they can't say something bigger. Than their mind. They can't say it. I say, okay, uncle, let's say they say it. He say, I will not have them. How much are your mate, honey? <laughs> he said, but there is no one he has ever interviewed that will say, give me 300,000. He said, it doesn't happen that way. He said, now that you are good and I want to employ you, how much do you want to hand? He said, they will mention the amount that will be so ridiculous. I say, okay, start work tomorrow. He said, because in themselves, they have a self. In fact, you, there is nobody that will come and say, oh, yeah, pay me this amount. They can't say it. They can't say it. Because they don't have that self-value that will make them to say it. You know, if somebody enter this place and want to work here, the first thing is that he will look around. He will look around. And when he look around, he will now say, I want one million dollars per month. Do you also know before people negotiate their salary? They are likely to ask people around. Nobody just come with an imaginary salary and say, This is how much I want to earn. Graduate in Bambi. In fact, some of them will say, I believe you have a salary structure. Whatever you are paying my mate, that is what you pay me. I don't mind. And I don't mind to even start lower. That's what people talk. And that's why. Majority of us, we have pecked our dream. But you can't be blessed if you are not a dreamer. You have to dream something nice for yourself. 
You may not be able to dream your salary, but you can dream beautiful things. When I grow up tomorrow, I will have a good car. I will have a happy home. I will, and nothing can stop your dream from coming to pass. Every family that you see that is happy, it was in their dream before they got married. Maybe there is something they don't like about family that are fighting. And they say, no, me, when I get married, I will not fight with my wife. I will not fight over food. I will not fight over money. They have made up their mind. It is their dream in their dream. Dream and faith, it was bring surplus. Genesis chapter 37 verse 8. Look at what they say. Will he indeed reign over us? Will his dream. Genesis 37 verse 8 says, And his brethren said to him, to Joseph, Shall thou indeed reign over us? When you look at the number of Joseph in the family, he was low. He was not having a high position. But the kind of wars and dream, wars represent faith. Dream represents imagination. You are imagining future. But the kind of dream that he dreamt and the kind of convincing statement that is backing up what his dream is is too big for anybody to ignore. So they opened their mouth and said, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more for his dream and for his wars. He was not just a dreamer, he was also a man of faith. If you are dreaming and you don't have faith, you will not have more blessing. If you are dreaming and you don't have faith, you won't have blessing. You must dream, you must believe in your dream and have faith in your dream. Very important. Genesis chapter 42 verse 9. The Bible says, and Joseph remember his dream. Some of us, the only dream that we remember is the dream where they were chasing us. The beautiful dream that God has given us, where we are reigning, where we are blessed. Uh, we can't remember that one. When Joseph saw his brethren, Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamt of them. And he said unto them, you are spies to see the nakedness of the land you have come. And they prostrated and bowed. And they laughed. I saw you years back that you are bowing to me. See how my brother are bowing to me. He said it again and they bowed again. And he said, will you indeed reign over us? They hated him for his dream. They don't know they were pushing him to where his dream would be fulfilled. I pray that your dreams will be fulfilled this year in Jesus' name. God now to fulfill dreams. Don't say, eh, where will I get money? Forget about money. Dream first. Dream does not cost money. Dream. Look at your house and say, I wish this house is beautiful. Just dream and be imagining things. You'll be surprised. God will arrange people that will connect beautiful things into that home. Imagine a pocket that never run dry throughout the month. Imagine it. I know you are saying, ah, there is no pocket that doesn't run dry. Even Nigeria is borrowing. But you dream it first. That doesn't cost money. And have faith that God can do it. And you now see how God is going to bring it to pass. Genesis chapter 45 verse 8. Look at what Joseph said. It is not you that sold me to Egypt, but God. In other words, the one that is behind the fulfillment of my dream is God. That same God that helped Joseph will help you. You are not saying amen very well. Oh. You are not saying amen very well. The same God that helped Joseph will help you. 
Look at what he say. So now it was not you that sent me either, but God. He had made me a father to Pharaoh, Lord over all his house, and a ruler throughout the land of Egypt. He was telling them, my dream of those years, they have come to pass. Before the end of this year, your dream too will come to pass. Very important. Jewel chapter 2 verse 28, and I move to the third one. Very important. Jewel chapter 2 verse 28. Look at what it says. <laughs> Jewel 2 28, very fast. Jewel 2 28 says, Put on Jewel chapter 2 verse 28. Which one am I seeing now? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Which is a language of faith, speaking forth the mind of God. Your, your young men shall see visions. Look at what this one says. It shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughter shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dream. Your young men shall see vision. God was combining, combining dream and vision. Which means dream and faith. Because vision is the ingredient of faith. In the last days, you will be dreaming. And at the same time, you will be having faith. You will be dreaming. And at the same time, you will be having faith. People will laugh at you. But it doesn't matter. Your dream will come to pass. I think Mambiola, when I was speaking to yesterday, and I said, when I came into the town in Oshobo, and I was praying, and God told me, one of the things that is expensive in this town is accommodation. Don't rent accommodation, just build your house. And I said, okay, Lord. I started looking for land. A rent. I gave it to a, a very reputable estate man. I said, look for land for me in estate since... GRE in uh, there's one very Uruki. I said, Look for a any land for me. I need a land. So he started taking me around. This one is uh, 500,000. 500,000 then look like 5 million or 10 million. 500,000, 250,000, 300,000. And I was asking myself, Lord, where will I get this money? And God told me, Relocate the land that you have in Ibadan, sell it and bring the money down. So I told the man, I said, Don't worry. I don't have cash here, but I have land. It's also a place. I have one land also in one village. I will sell it again. Say, I, so you can raise 500. I say, I can, I can. I have not sold the land though. But I have the belief that if I see the land that I like, I can sell it and use the money to buy the land here. I, it was so real with me. To everybody, I was fake. I was fake. So I told my friend that I thought was handing more money than me, was a doctor, his wife was a doctor. So he looked at me and said, Pastor, have you started looking for accommodation in the subo? I said, no, I won't get accommodation, there won't be any need. I will just build my house. He said, eh, what did he say? I said, no, I will just get a land, build the house, and move there before they chase me out of the hotel. He looked at me and said, ah! He laughed and laughed. He laughed like this. He laughed. He, on the road, we were on the road. He started laughing. I said, why are you laughing? He said, do you think house is a soccer way? House, you are talking about house, foundation, roofing, plastering. I said, Oh, the plaster. I was not seeing plastering, I was just seeing a house. I have dream I will have a house, and I'm just seeing the house. I don't care what they do to build house. I want to build the house. He laughed again. He just looked at me like this. I entered his car and drove off. Anytime he said, I said, You are very a funny, funny man. I said, I'm not funny. I could see the house. 
No, my hand is not touching the money. So I got to the office. I called my uncle. I said, the land that they told us to buy the other time that you were delaying, you couldn't buy. That I eventually bought the land. Now I want to sell it. Say, yeah, yes, how much? I said, 250. He said, eh? The land that you bought, 150. I said, if you don't pay within the next 30 minutes, I will send to another person. It's okay, wait, wait, wait. I will transfer the money. He transferred the money to my account. I told somebody also, the land that I have in social play, I want to sell. They pay me 90,000. The one I have not finished payment in the world, I said, I'm not buying again. They found my money, 87,000. They gave it to me. I was having well over 400,000 for the project. So, and I said, okay, take me to the land that is 250. And we got there. You know, I now had money. I was now looking at it very well. I told my guy, I want to buy land. He said, how much? I said, 250. Hey? 250. Nonsense. I have a friend that can link you up. 250k. If you open up, it's 30,000. Why would I let 250? 250. Just call one man. And the man said, ah, 250. Yes, I let 250. Ah. He now took me to Bale Dada manager. And when we go there, he said, there's one land. But who won't? I said, how much? He said, 160. I said, I'll buy it. So I pay for the one sixty. Even when my guy had his one sixty, you know one should go now. One sixty. I said, don't worry, sir. So I paid. So he now took me to his friend in the evening, and his friend said, "Ore why, woman why This man is looking for land." He said, "Ah, he let me buy one. He let has been there for long." The man said, "How much is he?" He said, "It's one sixty. But what you want, Joe? He can't buy. He said, "Ah, ore wa matira." And they want 60. It's like it's like telling somebody that I buy a land of 10 million. And like, 160. Ah, people let you up. Say, I don't want your money. Ah, you let me. 160. But to me, the money was like small. I even had SS. So I went somewhere, I bought cement, bought a young yoya be making block. I could see it. I was not looking at what they were seeing. I could see the provision. You have to dream dreams. And when people come around me and they were saying the land is expensive, I said, don't worry, my wife. Everyone that own house, land around here, people that own house will complete on time. People that own land, they will sell it. The man that was directly opposite me came to me one day and said, Egbo, how much did you buy the land? I said, 160. Eh? He left more than 40,000. I will sell it. He sold this one, 170,000. The other people say, it's 160. I will sell my own, 250. So that's how that place developed. My faith and dreams. Dreams and faith, it was bring blessing. Joel chapter 2 verse 20, it says, when we prophesy, we should dream dreams and have faith. You are just speaking in tongue, God is why. And you are selling puff puff. That puff puff should grow to meat pie. Meat pie to shopping mall. When you prophesy and you pray in the morning, use it to dream dreams and to have faith. That's number two thing that guarantees surplus. As you are prophesying, you are seeing dreams and you are having faith. Okay, number three. Number three thing that brings surplus supply. This is very important too. Is having a good and a right business. Without business, you cannot have surplus. Because every man that is working for somebody, they will always cage you. They will always value you based on their sentiments. That's why it is important for you to have business. 
Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. See a man diligent in his business. He will have reward and we stand before kings and not before mere men. What does that mean? That all of us, yeah, all of us, whether you are working for anybody, you should be a business person, consultant to organization. Very important. You must have business. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 3. Though I know you may not like this. He said, dream come through multitude of business. This way I'm looking at it. Your dream can only come to pass when you have business. Your dream that I talk about will not come to pass if you don't have business. They will just be pushing it and be pushing it and be pushing it. And when you are saying that, when I retire, I'll be comfortable. The money is supposed to give you. They will not give you when you retire. It is when you are working, you start doing business that will guarantee the fulfillment of your dream. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 11. He said, let us not be gossipers. Let us not be gossipers. Put it there. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 11. We read two more. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 11. And that you study to be quiet and to do your own business. To work with your own hand as we have commanded you. As we commanded you. God is saying, be business conscious. I've said you should be grace conscious. Now I'm saying, be business conscious. Don't be somebody that is gossiping on something that is not profitable. Be business conscious. Don't speak in tongue in the morning and you are not having economic activity in the day. Don't speak in the morning. My sister used to have a, a, a sister when we were doing Akara business. That sister had a fine tongue. That's tongue, sweet me. But the sister is lazy. There are people that have fine tongue. You want to hit their tongue, but they are hungry people. Hungry people, speaking in tongue. He said, be business. Apart from the fact that you can pray, do business. Do business. Do business. That's what the Bible is saying. Be, be a business person. Even when you are going to office, knowing that you are going there to do business. Negotiate business. Let your time count. Luke chapter 19 verse 13. He said, occupy. Another translation says, do business till I come. Do business. We have to do business. Be business conscious. Legitimate business. And Proverbs chapter 14 verse 23. In all labor, there is profit. In all labor, there is profit. When you are doing business and you are working hard, the Bible says there is profit there. Some years ago, I said, teach me how to do business. Grace to do business. And I know one of the grace to do business is to know businesses that are good. I'm going to give you 10 signs to show that a business is good. That you can invest in. If you have all the money in the world, what the two money that you have. Number one, that business pay before service. Any business that they pay you before service is a good business. It's a good, you know, you know, when people pay you before service, if, we, if they change their mind, they are going to lose something. They paid a deposit before service. A business where they pay before service that you are not giving people on credit uh, is a good business. Number two, science to know that the business you are doing is good is a business that is cash flow friendly. It's not about hit and run. But at least, ocean, where, 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 where,
That business is a good business. Any business that is cash friendly, cash flow friendly is good. If you don't believe me, ask those people when we have a cash problem. You will know that people that have cash, they become kings that time. Cash flow friendly. Number three, any business that is time leverage. By time leverage means that there are some things that can help you to, to save time. What do I mean? Somebody said, you can have more money faster. It is easier to make more money faster. A whole money you are making in a year, you can make it faster in a month if you have leverage. And he gave an example I'd like to give you. He said, let's say for instance, we have somebody that knows how to run in this place. Is there anybody that knows how to run in this place? You were a runner in secondary school. Anybody that's a runner? Okay, good. You know how to run. If me and you are running towards that, that estate, because you have been a runner before, you are likely going to overtake me. But, if you are running with your feet, and I decide to go with my car, there is no way you are going to overtake me. If you now get another car like my own, and I decide to run with a jet, there is no way you are going to overtake me. If you are going with a jet, and I decide to run with a rocket, there is no way you are going to overtake me. What that means is that there is something that help you maximize time. For instance, a car is a good tool that helps you to save time. There could be an instrument in your workplace that you may need to acquire that will help you to save time. It could also be a connection or partnership that make your work move faster. Do you understand what I'm saying now? It's time leverage. Time leverage. It's not that everything is just going normal. It can actually speed up things. And I pray God will give you speed in Jesus' name. Number three, that business have a tendency to grow, not a business that is capped. You know, at times there's a business that is capped with so much law that cannot grow beyond that limitation. But you have to look at the growth market, the big market. Number four, you see number four? Number five, as a higher demand ratio, it's not a business you are begging people to buy. You are begging people. People, is, it, it has a demand ratio. People are demanding for it. Not that you are creating a demand. I asked somebody when he was sacked in the bank. I said, what do you want to do? He said, I want to powder a lubo. I will now make my own lubo special. I will put it in a nylon. And people can now buy the lubo. I will bag rice in a nylon. I will, people can come to the supermarket. I said, how much will you need? He said, like 500,000. If I have a small shop, I will just bag it. I said, will people buy it? He said, ah. One, you need that low, low, low. Is it on high demand? Make sure you go into a system business that has demand because it's expensive to create your own market. The business that you are doing should be business that is on high demand, high, higher demand ratio. Number six, does not put your capital at risk. And this is where my wife normally gets me. My wife doesn't like any business that puts your capital at risk. Let's say, for instance, you rented a house. And the tenant refused to pay. If you chase them out, they can't carry your block. Wabi. Your house is still your house. The capital is still there. But if you loan out money, you are going to charge them 100000 On top of 100000 it stands too. But if the 100000 refuse to come back, what happened to your capital? <sighs> Any business that puts your capital at risk is not a good business. That's why you should never do MMM. Is there anyone they are doing now? Is there, is there anyone that they are doing? 
all this money doubling business, if you put 10,000, you get 100,000. They are not profitable business. It puts your capital at risk. Most of my children, even people in this church, when I tell them that this thing don't work, they will say it's a lie, it's working out. Daddy, to the next week, when you have to grow, how are the 10,000? One day, Kenny, it's Kenny. Oh, I told Kenny one day, I said, Kenny, okay, come. Where is Kenny? I said, Kenny, come. How much are you making? Say, two dollars. Okay, no problem. I will give you 6,000. I will just want to prove to you that there is nothing in all this thing that you are doing. I gave him 6,000. I register it. Almost one year plus. No one that has come from it. I can't remember. Either 6 or 60,000. I said, look, there is nothing like that. There is nothing like eh, it will double. It will double. That's not your capital will be at risk. Don't do a business that will put your capital at risk. Even if you don't have profit, if your capital is still intact, it's okay. Stop hyping yourself. Eh, it's going to be double. It never works. I said, Papa Makwai said, one of the times that he was duped is because he was actually expecting a double money. And he has made up his mind. Nobody can ask him to double his money again since that time. Your capital is number one asset. You should pro- protect with all your seal in anything that you are doing. Number what now? <clears throat> that business takes you out of debt. Any business that you are thinking that the best thing to do is to borrow money to make it a business. It's not a business. Any business that you have to go into debt for, even if you have to borrow, you must have something that is bigger than the amount that you are borrowing, either as asset or as liquid. That business must take you out of debt. That is a good business. Number what now? Mm-hmm. Number eight, have a residual income. You always have something to fall back on. Number nine, have a unique product. A unique, unique product. Your product must be unique, must have value. And finally, your business must also build relationship. Any business that is hit and run is not a good business. You sell something for somebody, you are dodging the person tomorrow. That is not a good business. A good business normally builds good relationship so that they can be referrer so that they can come back, so that they can say that you are good. Three things that gives you surplus supply. Number one, be grace conscious. Number two, dream and vision. Number three, you do good and right business. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Let's raise our hands to God and say, Lord, I want surplus supply. I don't want to experience lack in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive grace to do good business in the mighty name of Jesus. I receive grace to have more than enough in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and say, Father, help me to dream dream and to have faith to proclaim my dream in the name of Jesus. My word will not betray me. My dream will not be small. I receive grace to dream big dream. Dream do come to pass. When our dreamers word, you have to dream Dream good dream. Dream healthy dream. Dream nice dream for yourself. And the Lord will fulfill them. Say, Father, this year, every dream that I'm dreaming, let it come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. I will not be limited in life. I receive grace to dream dreams in the name of Jesus. 
The Bible says you must dream. It doesn't matter. You can only aspire when you refuse to dream dreams. There's nothing that I have retired. Nothing like that. If you still have a dream, you can still survive and have surplus. Lord, I receive grace to dream dreams in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Raise your right hand to heaven. Say, Father, I receive tool. I receive connection. I receive equipment. There will be time leverage on my income in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's pray. Every necessary connection, relationship, tool, machine that will make me work faster and better. Lord, I receive them in the name of Jesus. You can't be doing things manually. You have to speed. You have to receive something that will help you manage time and do it more. Father, I receive tools, tools, connection, help, relationship that will push me forward this year in the name of Jesus. This is the end of January, so you have to pray very well. Lord, I receive grace, grace in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's raise our hands and say, Father, let there be continuous. I cannot hear you. You are not praying it very well. Cast flow in my life in the name of Jesus. I refuse to be stranded. I receive continuous cast flow. You have to pray for what you want. If you are dreaming, you have to receive it well. I receive continuous cast flow. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Let's pray one more before we take the communion. Open your eyes. Every belief system that is limiting me, that is putting me down, that is reducing my worth, that is reducing my value, Father, I uproot it in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray for yourself. Every limiting belief, limiting word, limiting obstacle that is bringing me down, reducing my words, every self-doubt that is not making me to believe that you are doing much with me, Lord, I uproot them in the mighty name of Jesus. Every doubting spirit, I remove them from my body in the mighty name of Jesus. Remove those things that say you cannot do it. The Bible says you can do all things to Christ that strengthens you. I receive grace to uproot every negative thought that tells me that it cannot be done. It is not possible. I remove them in the name of Jesus. Every negative belief system, I uproot them now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I will prosper. I will enjoy good health as my soul is prospering this year. Prosperity is my portion. Good health is my heritage. I will not be sick. No if will befall me because no if will befall the righteous. In the name of Jesus, I move from glory to glory, from strength to strength, from supply to supply, from favor to favor. Open your mouth. If you are a dreamer, you will speak faith word in the name of Jesus. From glory to glory, I will not be granted. I will not be stagnated. I cannot be frustrated. In this country, I am living well. No matter how much they are selling things, I am doing well. Some of you are not even praying. You are playing. No? You are pray Faith, call it those things that be not as if they were. Don't let the devil intimidate you. You are in charge here. I am in charge here. Everything I need to enjoy my life, I will have them 
in abundance in the name of Jesus. This year, I will not know any lack in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help me. He will connect me. He will open doors for me. He will favor me. I refuse frustration. Open your mouth. Every policy will favor me in the precious name of Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And decree those things. Decree it loud and clear. Every frustration, every frustration, I banned it. I will not be frustrated in this country. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will excel. I will do well. In the name of Jesus. That was the words of Joseph. He said, when I grow up tomorrow, my affairs will be big. This year, my affairs will be big. Very big. And I will do well. In the name of Jesus. As we have declared before the Lord tonight, so shall it be for you. May the Lord bless the work of your hand. May the Lord bring fulfillment to your dream. May the Lord may do the kind of person you want to be. May this year be a blessed year for you. May the Lord open doors for you in Jesus' name. Every labor you have invested in your businesses, may they bring enough cash flow. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For your sake, Oshobo City is blessed. For your sake, your industry is blessed. For your sake, everything you lay your hand upon is blessed. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy a turnaround testimony. Last year, some of us know that year for good. And I'm standing on their faith to decree. Year 2024, you will know it for good. When we come to December and we are giving testimony, your testimony will be the biggest. This year for you will be your year of massive supply. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name we have prayer. Clap your hand together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, you are, 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 oh,